Looking like an angel with no halo When I'm with her, tell me where the pain go Think I might be falling out of control What the fuck do I know? All right, what's going on, everybody? Back with another podcast. This is a super late, super, super late uh, recording for this one. This is It's already Sunday at 12 in the afternoon, and I got to have this up by tomorrow morning. But the reason that is because your boy here is, um, for some reason, enjoys burning the candle from both ends as as people say and I've been going non-stop between um, between work and then teaching classes at work and then you know dad you know dad life picking kid up from school doing homework doing that whole thing training getting ready for the tournament and then, you know, family and different family and friends have birthday parties and football games. And it's been uh, it's been nonstop for the past for the past week or so. I've been doing, you know, busy every single day. If I'm not doing something, if I'm not, you know, teaching class or working or or trying to get ready for a tournament or, you know, going to see my family for something, then you know, I'm trying to, trying to sleep. The other day I had, the other day I worked, let me see, I worked all, I worked nights, so I, I worked 12 hours, got off, well, I didn't even get off, I get off at 7, and then I taught a class starting at 7.30, so I had time to leave the building and go get a Red Bull, uh, and that was about it. I went and got a Red Bull, came back, taught the class, that class actually got close to eight, but that one went until I I left at one thirty, so I could be back in town to uh to get Bentley from school. So um so basically, I worked from six forty the day before till one thirty the next day, 1.30 p.m. the next day, and, um, yeah, it's a lot, it gets to be a lot, but then I left from there, you know, left from, and I work in Walmart, so left, drove straight home, <clears throat> had time to run in the house, get something to eat, because I hadn't eaten yet, grabbed something to eat, went, and I was eating in the school pickup line to get, uh, to pick up Bentley from school, picked him up, and you know, have time to come look at his, you know, look and maybe start his homework, go get Manessa. So it's a whole thing, and that's what I've been doing almost every day. So the um, that's the great thing about these solo episodes is that I can just whenever I do find time, I can just sit and knock one out and not have to not have to rely on somebody, you know, canceling or. Um, no, or just shit finding somebody in the first place that I feel like talking to but so that's what's going on I am trying to give myself a heart attack apparently and um but other than that let's do some updates update number one is the uh cause it's one of the things I'm thinking about most right now 
is the jiu-jitsu tournament that I have on the 30th. Um, so I told y'all last episode that I'm finally going to compete again in another tournament. The last one I did, I think was in July, June, July, somewhere in there. And, uh, so I'm finally stepping back out there and see, you know, see, I guess what I'm made of. I don't know, but I told y'all last episode, you know, the first tournament that I did, I was um, super, you know, calm, relaxed. This was back in uh, June, I believe, but uh, super calm, relaxed, no big deal. Even though people told me I'd be nervous and people were telling me, uh, that was like the biggest warning I got was just the nerves. And they said to, they said, don't worry about the nerve or try to ignore the nerves and then focus on my game plan. And uh, I didn't have nerves. You know, it was no big deal for, I guess, like I said in the last episode, I was, I guess I was kind of stupid and I just didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I wasn't, I wasn't nervous at all. And so this one, you know, I'm expecting the same thing. This one, I'm, uh, I was, I'll say I was super fucking nervous, like to the point I made myself sick, uh, two or three times thinking about it. And um, so that I guess that's where the update is, is that well, a couple things. So we've been training, been doing some cross training with our uh, affiliate academy Olympics and sulfur. And um, I don't know, for whatever reason, just talking to more people about it. I, I, I've started to real, realize that I, so I figured out what I was nervous about. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to go out there and get killed. Even though I think you have to sign a waiver and it says, like, you acknowledge that you could die or something. But, uh, like, I'm not going to die. Like, the worst worst case scenario is I just, just get beat, you know. I just get beat and, like, kind of embarrassed in front of, you know, people. And that's it. But I found out that what I was, or I've started to realize from talking to some friends, like, what I was really scared of more than anything was like I wasn't necessarily scared I just wanted to fucking win I just want to I wanted to win so bad that it made me sick thinking about losing and I interpreted that as like fear and I didn't understand like cause I would feel it like, like I said I felt sick to my stomach I felt um I felt sick to my stomach I was like nervous and like my breathing would change and all this stuff and it's like I kept asking, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I've done this before. I've already done it. I know what to expect. And now, and that's where I should have been more, or should be more prepared. It's like, I've been there before. So, like, I know, like, I've, all the takeaways and all the little mental notes I told myself after the last one, I just got to remember it for this one. Like, uh, the last one, the last tournament, I don't know if, I don't know how long y'all have been following along, but if you, I posted some of the videos after my last tournament and it wasn't, um, I didn't post the full match cause it was a lot of me doing nothing, but the, uh, all the last matches, it was like, well, shit, I don't know if, I don't know how much, I'm gonna try not to give away too much information just to be safe because I don't know once I'm registered, like once I sign up, 
I don't know how much these these guys like dig into research their opponent and stuff like that. The only thing I do, I just look at their age. I don't care about anything else. I just look at the age and maybe the gym they come from because certain gyms have like certain gyms don't focus or they have like their area of focus where they're super soft. Their game is super solid. So I'll look at the gym and their age and that's about it. And, uh, but some of these guys might do some research and find out I have a podcast and listen to it. So I'm going to try not to give too much away, but I will say that, um, I was so caught up last tournament. I was so caught up in just trying to, I don't know, I guess, I guess dominate everywhere. I just wanted to, I guess I thought I was going to go out there and just absolutely dominate like every part of the fight. And, um, obviously it didn't go like that. I was, you know, getting my ass whooped in the first one for, <clears throat> for four minutes out of four out of five minutes. And then the last minute or whatever, he, the dude fucked up and made a mistake, but, uh, but he made the mis- the point is he made a mistake that allowed me to play the game that I I guess everybody I guess I would say I play best and uh that was my that was the takeaway from it was that it was like dude you've you fucked around and in the championship match too it was you know 3 plus minutes of just us p- grabbing and pulling on each other and nothing happened and then the second I decided to just do what I do best it was over, you know, it was over eight seconds later, 10 seconds later, whatever it was. And um, that was the case in in my first fight in my championship when the middle one, that one, I did actually just kind of dominate that one. But that's not the point. The point was, that, you know, my, my biggest takeaway from it was like, dude, quit fucking around with all the extra stuff and just do what you do, what you know best. And so... Again, you know, even though I knew, even though I know that, and that's been my takeaway for whatever reason, this little training camp, I guess, I've been just sitting there thinking about all these other aspects of like where the fight might go. And I mean, I guess it's good to touch on it, but I, I don't know, man. I, I guess I need to focus on just doing what I do. And because I mean, literally, both fights were, were way longer than they had to be because it was the second that I. In both fights, the second that I decided to play my to play my game, it was over in less than a minute. After that, it was I mean less it was over in less than thirty seconds. After that, for both of them, so um, I don't know that me I guess kind of forgetting that, but I mean I knew it, but I was still I guess not being smart about it. That was killing it. That was killing me. That was fucking up my making me nervous and. All this shit, and I realized I, I think I was just overthinking it, and also, also I'm trying like, like I said before my first tournament. If you've been listening since then, I didn't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to let down like anyone from my gym. It doesn't like from, from Ruben and Tyler and Madison, like all the you know the coaches, all the, my teammates, even like down to the kids class, the kids who, you know, I don't know if they. You know, I don't know if they look up to us or not. I've, you know, but I assume some of them, you know, some of them look up to us. And uh, so even then, like, I don't want to go to the tournament and then not win, not win. And, you know, they, I feel like there's, I do put too much pressure on myself because I feel like there's a, uh, especially in our gym, like, I, you know, I do, I do well. I've been, I'm 
at this shit at this point, I think I'm the uh, I think I'm the longest like standing like I think I'm the longest standing member of our gym. So like I've been around since since before it was a gym. Everyone else that was there isn't you know is gone now, except for you know Ruben of course. And so like I, I like I think about that and I think about how like I need to set an example for everybody and uh I don't know. I think I just put too much pressure on myself and I don't want to let anybody down. So I think about that and then for my I mean, you know, me personally, I just wanna obviously like I'm I'm going to try to win. But me thinking that I had to win and there's no other option is like I think that is what I think the pressure is what was making me sick. But now I will say after talking to, you know, Ruben and some other teammates and a couple friends and stuff, they're like, dude, you, I mean, you don't have to win. Like, obviously, you're going to fucking try your hardest, and we know that, but you don't, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, you go out there and you lose a match, okay. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. I just want to win, damn it. And then that's where, I guess that's where I was nervous, but... I'm not going to say I'm not anymore, but it's it's gone way down to where now I think I'm at the point where I just don't care. I don't care what happens. Um, it is what it is either way. You know, I'm still going to have the gym. I'm still going to have uh, team my teammates. And, you know, nothing's going to change. I just might get embarrassed a little. Might get ragdolled by one of these heavyweights. But anyway, so that's the... That's one of the updates. The other one is... Uh, so I don't, Look, when you have a, let me explain something. When you have a podcast, you don't know shit that you say. Like, you can maybe, once you get going and you have quite a few episodes banked in, you don't know what you've said. <clears throat> and it's, I mean, it sounds weird, but I promise you, unless you have like a, very, unless you have like a themed podcast where you're like, where it's like a, like a, crime like murder themed and like you go over cases like you know what case you went over or uh, if you have like a history themed podcast like you know like you probably know like what you've covered or whatever history yeah fucking history podcast fuck yeah let's let's bring up some old shit but anyway yeah you uh you don't know what you've said so if i if i repeat myself deal with it because i promise you there's, it's so hard to keep up with what you said. Even like I can kind of remember the last episode, but other than that, I have no clue what what I've talked about. But uh, reason I say that though is because I'm a. I was gonna tell y'all what exactly is going on at the tournament. So the tournament is October 30th in Houston, which I probably shouldn't be doing this either because it's gonna make me nervous if some of y'all show up. But fuck it, fuck it, send it. Uh, it's October 30th in Houston, in uh. I, th- I do remember that I was trying to tell y'all the location of it last episode. I couldn't find it and whatever. But anyway, I have the address. So it's at a place called The Zone in Houston. The address is 1030, well, holy shit, 10371 Stella Link Road in Houston, 77025. Anyway, so if you do want to come watch, I think we have quite a few... Um, I think we have quite a few people from the gym competing. It's not just me. I, th- I believe Ruben is competing. Uh, I know I am. I think we have a couple. 
I believe we have a couple like young like kids. I think Jaden's competing. I don't I don't know who else competing, but I believe we have quite a few people competing. So if you if you've never been to one and you want to watch some uh some people you know, some of your friends, some some local uh some local people, you know, put it all out there and see what they got. October 30th. Hit shit, just hit us hit up the uh you can message the Wolfden Facebook, Wolfden Instagram or you can message me and uh if you need any information or anything, just let us know and um, come check us out. But anyway, so that was that update. But but anyway, to fast forward, like I've said, this is a uh, extremely, extremely last minute recording. So I've got nothing. To, I've got nothing on the agenda. I know I've got some stuff I've wanted to talk about, some stories I wanted to tell about what's happened recently, but, um, like, for, just for instance, we, I went to I went to my brother's football game Friday, and it was like, I mean, it was one of those things where you you like check and like see if it's a full moon because it's just like one thing after the next, just so much shit going on, but. Um, Dur- at the end of that game, I'll, I'll just I'll skip a, I'll skip the whole. No, actually, no. Well, I get, let me go back. So, in the during the game, during my brother's game, there was a kid. There was like a motor or a, I'm sorry, a four wheeler accident. This is in Lumberton. There was like a four wheeler accident right outside the stadium or something. Somebody got killed. This is during the game, and this is, I mean, right outside the stadium. Also during the game, somewhere else in Lumberton on like a different road. I forgot what road it was, 69 or whatever it was. Anyway, somebody, um, I think somebody struck and killed a pedestrian. This is still during the game. Then, you know, the game is a really good game. It ends up 33-31. It's back and forth. LCM does their thing and they win. My brother and my cousin both freaking dominate. Um, But after the game... And this is where I'm not going to, I won't get into too much detail just because I don't know if this person is like kind of in the clear yet. So I'd hate to say anything and then them not make it. But uh, then after the game, you know, we're all standing around waiting for, you know, the stands to kind of clear out and everybody to go down. And um, I hear somebody say like they're having problems with, he said, there's, um, they're having problems with somebody down there. And so I look down at the bottom of the stands and it looks like a fight. Like, it looks like two people are fighting and everybody's crowding around him, like, trying to, like, pull them off each other. And so I'm looking. I'm trying to see what's going on. And then as I'm looking, I see uh, they're trying to hold somebody up. Somebody's, like, limp, and they're trying to hold him up. Uh, they're trying to hold this lady up, and she she's just limp. She's not supporting herself, and she, like, is just, you know, like I said, she's limp. That's the best way to put it. She was just limp. And uh, so I realized, like, you know, there was some, it was somebody was like in trouble, trouble, not like fighting, and so I, uh, you know, not I'm not a I'm not a nurse or anything, but I've been working in the hospital now for, you know, over seven years, a little over seven years, so like you know I've done CPR on people, I've done the Heimlich on people, I've like I've taken you know plenty of classes. I know, I know you know more than people who haven't. I guess so you know in those situations I I'm just like I'd rather I'd rather try to do something than not 
than not do anything than have something happen. So I ran down there. This is where I'll fast forward. You know, I ran down there. We, you know, did we do what we did? You know, it wasn't anything that bad. It ended up being a, uh, I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a seizure or anything like that. It was a, uh, it was a broken leg and I, and, uh, but actually a broken femur, by the way, it was a broken femur, but, um, anyway, like, so that happens at the end of the game. And like I said, I don't want to say too much because I know she, uh, the lady, the lady that this happened to, I know she, uh, was having problems with her, uh, blood pressure in the hospital. Like when she went to the emergency room after that, she was having problems keeping her blood pressure up and some other stuff. So I don't want to say too much, but, uh. I don't want to say too much in case she, you know, has some complications or whatever. Because, you know, she's probably still dealing with that today. But um, anyway, though, you know, it was one of those things where it was like you know, two wrecks and, you know, two wrecks. Then somebody falls out at the end of the game. And then, it, you know, not even two wrecks, two deaths during the game. Then after the game, it looked like we have another one. It's, I mean, it was just a fucking insane. It was, like I said, one of those things where you're like, God damn it the moon full what the fuck is going on but anyway yeah hope hope she's doing okay but um i'm just gonna you know what usually i usually just kind of riff anyway and just usually i'll, I'll kind of riff i've kind of made some notes here and there to help to uh, not help but like to remind me of things that i, I wanted to talk about but i'm just gonna riff off of things that i've seen recently for one, if y'all have listened to the podcast, you you like here recently, you've probably heard in one of the last in the one of the past, I don't know, five six episodes somewhere in there that I um I was pumped about Dog the Bounty Hunter searching for Brian Laundry. Like that was that became the story more than finding him finding him like itself. It became like Dog the Bounty Hunter versus the FBI. Well, that's over. The hype's over. Okay, so they apparently found that Brian Laundry guy's remains or whatever, and it was not even fucking close to what Dog the Bounty Hunter was talking about. So this dude, okay, a couple details. So I'm not getting too much into it, but Dog the Bounty Hunter, if you don't know who he is, he's fucking hilarious. Not not intentionally. He's trying to be serious, but he's unintentionally funny. Because he he's one of those, he takes himself too serious, much like this you know people in this woke culture, which I'll get to later, but he takes himself super serious, and in doing that he just he's became a character like he just he's not a bounty hunter he's a he's a whole fucking character, and um, he was saying that he you know so he came flew from Hawaii to the United States and he decided I guess since his TV show got canceled that. Oh, I'm gonna go after this guy. I'm gonna try to bounty hunt this, track this dude down to get some notoriety back. And he's saying that he found him off on the, that he's tracked him down to. He found a campsite that, uh, I forgot. He connected it to Brian Laundry somehow. I I don't know. I'm I don't know details about that, so I'm not gonna deny it. But. Anyway, and then he was saying that he's tracked him down to a tropical island off the coast of Florida, and then he was flying a plane around. He he or he wasn't flying the plane. Let me let me specify. He paid for somebody to fly a plane 
circling the island that he, that Brian Laundry was supposedly on, supposedly, whatever, he, uh, and that was dragging a banner that said something about, it was like, uh, it was like, see you soon, Brian, or something like that, and it said, like, like love dog, or something, something like that, like, basically, he was, like, taunting Brian Laundry, paid to fly this plane around the island with a banner, because he found him, he was on this island, or whatever, and he was not fucking close, he paid all that. He paid that money and got everything all hype, and he wasn't even fucking close. So this is why it's funny. So why it's funny is because the episode that I did do where I was talking about that, I remember, I remember laughing about how. I remember laughing about how, the, um, how Dog the Bounty Hunter he got famous. For you know. Having basically, he he got famous for bounty hunting, obviously, and then it he got ended up getting a show because it was like it was like right location, like he became a bounty hunter in Hawaii, and so um, which is funny by itself because he picked the smallest state, and not only is it a state, it's a fucking island. He, he or it's a series of islands, but he picked to bounty hunt on a small island. <clears throat> is where he's gonna go track people down. Like he couldn't have picked an easier, he couldn't have picked an easier job. Like bounty hunters, and in, in, if you're a bounty hunter in Texas and you're successful, you're you've got some real fucking talent. Because Texas, Texas is like twenty hours from Texas. That's a, like it's huge, it's huge, and also it's connected to fucking Mexico, and so like people could hop the border, like all kinds of shit can happen, or not hop, but cross the border. Which, I mean, I guess they would get... I guess they'd get flagged as a board. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, he picked the fucking easiest state to bounty hunt in. And so... And then he also pretended to be Hawaiian for his entire life. Has beads in his hair. Has some shitty tan. He just looks like... He looks like wrinkled leather. And, uh... Yeah. He, and he's a, he started speaking, like, with a... With, like, a Hawaiian, like, little accent to it. Like... Or not accent, but uh, speaking with like Hawaiian lingo, he'd always say like "brada" at the end of something. Come on, bro, or bro, bro, you can't be doing this, bro. He's it. It was gonna be great. It was gonna be great that if he caught him for one, for a, a lot of reasons. For one, he would have caught him before the FBI did. That'd have been hilarious. But then, two, if you've ever watched his show, you know every time he catches somebody. He puts him in the back of the little suburban or whatever they're in, and they light up a cigarette. And he just has like this. He tries to have like these heart to heart talks with these people who are just fucking pissed. They're just pissed that now they're going to jail. Like they really don't give a fuck what he has to say. And he's like, "You know you're not doing it right, bro. Here, let, let me light that cigarette for you." And it's like these weird fucking conversations. And God, would I've fucking paid money to see that conversation in the back? See Brian Laundry like smoking a cigarette with no hands in the back of a suburban and dog just like trying to fucking talk to him and trying to tell him man you know you didn't do right <laughs> but anyway it was gonna be funny because if this dude came from Hawaii and beat the FBI and as far as like catching him catching the Brian or whatever it would have been the fucking best but he missed he misses Mark so now now it's funny because exactly what I was saying is, you know, 
it makes it it makes a good point to exactly what I was saying. The dude fucking picked Hawaii. He picked Hawaii to search for people. Now when he like as soon as he got to the fucking U.S. like the actual well, I mean you know what I mean as soon as he got to the like to the, the what do you call it the continental U.S. where things connected the dude wasn't even fucking close. Dude wasn't even fucking close. He was like states away I believe like he was fucked up like he didn't know what he was doing anyway. The search came to an end. This fucking bullshit. Dog didn't get him. The dude killed himself like a little punk. But. Anyway, it is what it is. God, we missed out on a good opportunity. That would have been so good. That would have been so good. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about, because I just saw it the other day, is is how... I don't know how many we've... I don't know how many times this has happened before. I know for a fact it's happened... uh, I know for a fact it happened one other time, and that's how Alec Baldwin just, just fucking off somebody at the uh not on per I mean obviously not on purpose allegedly but um he was on the set of some movie and some this is where this is where it gets confusing cuz so a prop gun apparently went off he uh, they're shooting a gun in some scene a prop gun goes off and he kills one person he kills one lady and then injures someone else like hit he hit somebody else and hurt them so this happened once before with Bruce Lee, uh, his son, or his brother. Might have been his son. Let me see who. Uh, let me see which one died on the set of the movie, because I know this has happened before. Oh, it's it was his son. Okay. Okay, so Bruce Lee's son, Brandon Lee. He had the same thing happen to him. A prop gun went off. There's actually video of it because it was for a scene. It was being recorded, and I've seen the video. But uh, and it, it's funny because it's oh, it's not. Nah, it's fucking. It. It's kind of funny. Anyway, it's funny because that's like the worst time to actually get shot is when you're filming a movie. Because when you're filming a movie, you're act. You're you know you're supposed to be acting, and um. I think I, I'm assuming in Alec Baldwin's situation, it was a little different than Brandon Lee's because in Alec Baldwin's, he hit a second person who was not in the scene, and so that kind of was probably a red flag that like to stop something happened. But but um, in Brandon Lee's situation, like I said, it's not funny, but it's also kind of funny. Is that that is the worst time to get that. Couldn't be a worse time to get fucking shot accidentally is while you're filming a movie. Because then, like, the more you pretend to be fucking hurt and dead, you're just a better actor. It's like, God, he really is selling it. Look at this guy. Look at this. <laughs> so, he, uh, anyway, he got shot in, our, in the video. In the video of Brand- when Brandon Lee gets shot, everybody just keeps going. Like, because, I mean, he's just acting. It, to them, he's just acting. You know, he's doing what he's supposed to do. And um, it still go. It goes on for a little bit. Like I, I remember seeing it goes on for a few seconds, where he uh, where he after he gets shot, and they just keep going about the scene or whatever. But uh, so this happened the other day again with uh, Alec Baldwin. He shot somebody. And it's like my question is how who for one somebody's never working in film again. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. But also, how does this? 
how's this happen where a prop gun go if it's obviously not a prop gun it's obviously a, a, a real gun if it shoots anything it's i mean it's it's a gun so what i'm i'm just curious i don't know if it's shot like they shouldn't have any live rounds on the set period so there's no there's no use for live rounds in a movie so where does the, too many questions there's too many questions to it. it's like if there shouldn't be any live rounds because it's acting you don't need live rounds you just fucking need blanks or uh or powder rounds or um the the ones that uh what the fuck is it the I can't remember what they're called, but they like shoot fire out the end of the gun, or whatever, just because the powder inside burns, the way it burns, whatever. Like maybe those, but a live round that would kill somebody. Like how? What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Like why? Why would those even be there? And then if if it wasn't because I don't look, hey, this is one of those situations where I read the headline and I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. I, I know how to talk about this, and uh, so I've done zero research, but. So if it wasn't a live round, it doesn't fucking matter because whatever it was killed somebody and hurt somebody else. And uh, not only did it kill somebody, this lady like was married, had kids, like obviously a family, like outside of that. But like, yeah, married with kids and like she gets fucking shot on a movie set. It's fucking insane. I, I don't understand how this has happened. Like, and I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, here we go again. And they did it again because look, Brandon Lee fucking died in like the 70s. Okay, it's been a long time since this has happened to where somebody's died from this, I believe. Again, did zero research, so I'm not sure. But uh, it's fucking insane. It's fucking insane that can happen. And, like, could you imagine? This This is why, like, this is why I know, like, I'm always going to offend somebody with this show because I always try to, like, make light of everything. There's some things where I'll, I'll, I'll get serious. I'll be serious about it. I always try to make light of everything. So like to me, my my takeaway right off the bat was, uh, God, this dude just got kicked in the nuts. I'm I'm sorry. I'm watching uh, I'm watching some UFC fights from yesterday, and this dude just got. I mean, he got his fucking nuts kicked off of him. But anyway, um, oh yeah. So my first takeaway, or one of my first takeaways, was. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, how fucking disappointing is that? Like, for that lady. Like, I don't know, I don't know her background. I don't know how much uh, acting experience she's had, how many, how many movies she's been in or anything like that. Like, I don't know any of that. Oh, my God. I just got poked in the eye. This poor dude. Eyes, then nuts. Hey, women, great self-defense tip. Watch, watch this, uh. Trinaldo and Grant fight from UFC Vegas 41. Kick him, go for nuts and eyeballs against a guy. That's how you win. If you're a professional fighter, though, let's not do that. Let's not do that. But anyway, I can see I get sidetracked. But anyway, so this lady, I don't know her background, how many movies and stuff she's been in. I don't know all that. But I do. What I do know is that the fact that she, the fact that she is on the set of a movie, which is already hard enough to get there, period. Unless you're like, unless you want to be an extra and you want to just be in the background, like peeling an orange or some shit. Like even that, even that there's a whole process to go through to get there. But, um, 
you know, she probably had like a, this crazy dream and passion for fucking filmmaking and acting and trying to be an actress and and all these things. And then she's there with Alec Baldwin, who though he's not you know Alec Baldwin like he used to be, he's still you know a big name and uh, could still be a you know big stepping stone for her career to be in a movie with him. And then she gets fucking shot with a fake gun or a prop gun, so they say. But regardless, it still fucking shoots and kills her. Can you fucking imagine that shit? That's like, there's some, there's something. It's it's definitely it's definitely sad. It's definitely sad. There's something kind of funny about that. There is, look, it's fucked up. There's something kind of funny about like now the death part. That's not funny. That's not funny. But what's fun? What's funny is like thinking about someone like working so fucking hard to like get to just to get there to achieve their dream and this like it's like a it's like a fucking movie they get to there they're like oh my god here it is it's the fucking big show and then boom fucking over like god damn it a fake gun a fake god damn it whoever's in charge is a fucking idiot how does that happen how the fuck does that happen? Like, I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to, oh, you know, you know what it's like? It's like, uh, it's like these people who want to be like big time actors or, I don't th- or not really actors, but like big time, like actresses and stuff. They, uh, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna go to Hollywood. I'm gonna do this, that. And then they get there and they realize that it's a fucking dark place. Like, they realize how dark it is. Like, I don't plan on being in, in any movies. So I can talk about the shit that I've I've learned from people I've talked to that actually are out there doing it. And uh, that's what's great about podcasting is because you, you kind of, when you reach out to people to be on the podcast, you, you know, kind of talk and get to know them a little bit. And then some people, like, I've talked to a bunch of people who will never be on the show just, you know, because it's, you know, we, we ended up deciding not to do it or, you know, we... You know, they live too far away, whatever the case is. I know there's people I'll never have on, so, but I still, we still talk from time to time, me and some of these people. And uh, I have a, this one girl I was talking to, uh, she's a, yeah, actress, I guess you'd say. And she was, I mean, she's not really been anything big, but she's, I guess, an actress, you'd say. But she, uh, she was saying how, like, that was her biggest takeaway so far from being like trying to make it out there is for one it's like <clears throat> it's such a dark fucking world to get into because it's no longer about uh and this goes to this goes with exactly kind of leads into what I was going to end up talking about anyway with this woke culture and all that shit but she was saying it's no longer it's like now it's not about who who's best for the job it's about like checking boxes like every like movies and TV shows and networks they all have to check boxes right like they nowadays like e- like even the uh, like think about the I think it was the Oscars I think it was the Oscars a few years ago they got some flack for uh they got some flack for being like too dominantly white as far as like the nominees and the winners and stuff like that like almost everybody nominated was like white it was like 90 something percent and you know the the woke people did you know did their thing they pointed it out and then the next year they overcompensated and it was like 
it was like the previous year, but now black. It was like 90-something percent black. And, it, you know, that's fine. There's definitely a middle ground. But also, whoever's the... It should be who who's best for the job or who's best suited to be a nominee. It doesn't. It shouldn't be a a race or sexual orientation thing. It shouldn't be anything like that. But apparently, according to, to uh, we're not we're not friends. Me and her are not. And if you're listening, you look. Let's be real. We're not friends. We just talked quite a few times about the podcast and some stuff that you do. She was saying like it's all about checking boxes these days, and it's uh so it has nothing to do with like has very little to do with um skill or like talent it's all it's more about uh checking the boxes and then but like for like the big roles for the big roles apparently it's more about like favors and that's how uh that's how our, that's how that guy uh what's his name uh Harvey Weinstein got caught up is cuz he's not the only one that's you know leveraging fucking movie roles for like sex and stuff like there's other people out there doing that, according you know according to my my one fucking source who is not successful out there at all. So she might be making an excuse for herself, but we won't go there. She might be making an excuse for herself, but anyway, she uh yeah apparently that's like a thing is like these people who like do like casting in these movies they will they're like leverage like leveraging like sex and like. Making you like take naked pictures and shit like during like uh like castings like they like do like photos and like they end up like trying to get naked pictures of you and stuff like it's a fucking dark world yeah so anytime you see anytime or not you anytime I see somebody like that like somebody who who like who is it um who's a good example. Like, uh, well, yeah, fuck it. Like, Kristen Stewart. Like, Kristen Stewart is not f- very talented. I mean, other people say she's talented. I don't think she's talented. I think she plays the same person in every movie. She's, like, monotone. Like, she's real monotone and shy and, like, never gets super, like, emotional or shows any, like, wide range of acting. She always kind of plays the same person in every movie, but she's in every fucking movie. She's in all the movies. So anytime I see that, I'm like, hmm. I wonder what you did to get there. I wonder how. I wonder if you actually worked hard to get there, or if you just, you know, said, "Let's close the door and make this make this role happen." But <clears throat> anyway, that was a fucking dark little tangent I went on. But one thing I want to get on before I get before this thing ends is um, this fucking woke culture because I was sitting there. Uh, you know, scrolling through my phone as as I always am, and I know I started seeing, um, you know, you see, you honestly can't go a day without seeing like somebody's getting canceled, and somebody, um, people are in outrage about this, people are outraged about that, and look, there's definitely just like anything, just like anything that we have or any any part of our culture. There's always good and there's like good to it and there's bad to it. And there's always like a middle ground where people, where we should be, but it doesn't matter because there's people who are too relaxed. Then there's the extremists and the seeing like all the news, the CNN and Fox and all these people, they, they focus on the, like the extreme cases. Like just for instance, the police, uh, 
police brutality thing, like when pe- when cops were, um, which you know it still happens, but I, you haven't seen it in the news as much right now. Is like they're talking about cops, you know, shooting, killing black people, and all this stuff like that. Well, what they don't show, what they don't show, is the numbers showing that more white people are shot and killed by cops than black people. They, they don't show that because that's not the story that sells. And that's not the, the point that they're trying to make because there's also like police harassing, like pulling over black people just because they're black. And that shit does happen. But the point is, is that they're showing this stuff. <laughs> they're showing all this stuff and they don't, they don't point out the fact that they don't point out the fact that like there's, you know, however many thousands and thousands of police officers in in America. And that one cop did that. Or these three cops did that. Or whatever it was. And so when you really like break it down, like they're showing you the worst the worst part of this group. When in reality it was more like it was more it was more like um you're talking a fraction, a fraction of a percentage of that group of people are doing this thing, are doing, are doing these things. Like it's not all cops, and it's not even half the cops. It's not fucking ten percent of cops out there doing this. It's a, it, I mean, it is a fraction of a percentage of the cops that are out there who are, you know, killing people or, or being a bad cop or whatever the case is. But anyway, point is. I was scrolling through my phone and I was realizing like how you can't avoid seeing it. It's like every day this new person's canceled or this new person is they're an outrage at this and outrage at that. And one of them that I saw recently was for some football coach. They were mad at how rough he is. Like they got, I remember seeing at one point parents were trying to get this coach fired. And I think they did get him fired because he, um, because he made, this player do bear crawls, like bear crawl up and down the field, like however many times, and his hands were all fucked up. And um, so parents were like outraged about that or whatever. And look, if you've, especially like, I don't know when all this started where it's it's not okay to, to be tough on your football, especially football. And this, I'll, I'll, get, to my, I'll get to my point about that in a minute. But anyway, like, yeah, they were trying to get this guy fired over like these bear crawls, and then they um, the and then they were in out they were outraged. This uh, Trent Dilfer, who I believe he used, he used to play in the NFL, he coaches at a high school now. They were outraged by him grabbing this kid, and the way he grabbed him and like was like kind of shaking him and like pushing him and yelled at him to sit down. And you could see he tells him to sit the fuck down and all that stuff. And it's like um. I don't know. It, you know, people were outraged about that, and they were, you know, pe- some people were wanting him fired for all that. If you've, this is where the, this is my whole point. All this, this, this is where the woke woke culture fucks everything up. If you have never been there, if you have never been there, then you cannot you cannot step foot in that kitchen. If you are not, if you are a, if you are an older woman. If you're an older woman and you've never played high school football a day in your life, you've never had a kid that played high school football or anything like that, and then you see that, you are not allowed to be fucking mad at that. You are not allowed to 
you can have an opinion, obviously. Everybody can have their own opinion, but you are not allowed to speak on that topic and have and expect people to you can't expect people to take you seriously because you're coming in with no understanding of the situation. You've never been there. Your kids have never been there. You've never had like you need to be educated on the situation first. And that's where this Walt culture is a huge fucking problem is that everybody speaks out about everything. Like just a, a quick example. Dave Chappelle right now is is quote unquote canceled, which being canceled, let's be honest, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. You're canceled if you let them cancel you. If you if you let them shut you up and stop you from putting out content or doing whatever it is that you do well, then yeah, you're canceled. But if you just keep going, then who get you know they can't stop you. But anyway, that's just a quick example. But my point is with like especially with football is because like these woke this woke culture whatever is like is softening all of America and it's softening the parts of America that don't need it. Like football doesn't need to be softened. Football needs football needed. Yes, they did need uh, better precautions as far as like protecting the athletes, and we're there. But as far as like coaching, like you cannot if you're just some lady and you are just you see something and you think it's wrong. Because th- think about this. This really this is really a thing. Is like the video. If you haven't seen the video of Trent Dilfer, just just YouTube. Trent Dilfer goes off on football players I don't know just fucking search it however you think it's going to come up Trent Dilfer yells at uh yells at football player I don't know something like that but here's the thing is like people see like this this 100% happened somebody saw that they saw how rough he was being with him and yelling at him that you can you can't hear it but you can see he says sit the fuck down they see that and they think nobody should talk to a high school student like that and that's fucking insane that's fucking insane that you would, that they would think that. One, considering the fact that high school students talk to each other that way. So, so guess what? Sometimes that's how you have to talk to them to get through to them. You have to talk to them the way they are used to communicating. And and trust me, I know this better than most people because I, you know, I work at a like I said, I've worked at a psych hospital. That's where I have my success talking people down like in a crisis situation people are freaking out or starting to get violent or aggressive and all that stuff like that it's it sounds weird but i change it might it, it sounds weird but it makes sense if you if you if you ever see me do it i don't talk to <clears throat> i don't talk to a young man my age or younger uh the same way i'm going to talk to a, a an old white lady in her 70s to her i'm a you know get i'm gonna really like kind of soften my posture and soften the way I talk and be oh yes ma'am and you know stuff like that when it's a guy my when it's a guy like my age or a young guy he's gonna if I was like oh yes sir well sir let me tell you he's gonna be like what the f-? like he's not gonna relate to me he's not gonna relate so I, I talk to him I'm like yeah bro it's no big deal you know like I talk to him how I would talk to you know somebody my age or, or a high school student or whatever because that's how they relate best so him so Trent Dilfer yelling at this kid telling him to sit the fuck down and also yes I understand this is old news this story if you have seen it this is old news but because it was like a couple weeks ago but um, I'm bringing it up because I saw I've seen a bunch of other 
people being canceled and this, that, the other here recently. So, um, oh, also, side note, something that I forgot to mention while I was talking about the tournament is I'm beat the fuck up right now. My knees hurt. My both both knees, both ankles, my left shoulder, and my left forearm are all fucked up right now. I need uh, so if y'all know somewhere I can go like take ice baths and stuff, you gotta let me know. I really don't want to take a, a white trash ice bath in my bathtub. I will if I need to, but I don't want to. Anyway, the point is, let me get back to what I was saying. So I was talking about, I was saying how, you know, I've seen a bunch of stuff here recently. Uh, different people being canceled for different things, this, that, and the other. Well, the I bring up the Trent Dofer one because it's a perfect example. You know, all these women who, and they, and you know, there's it's it's usually women, men, and I say it because men who have most men have you know played football. I would say the majority of men, especially down like in the in the south, like where this was, or like in, in uh, or where I heard about it the most was around here. You know, and people, um, most people down here have played, or most men down here have played football. So you understand, you won't hear a peep about that from anyone who has ever actually played football, and. That that goes to my point. That goes exactly to my point is the people who have been there and done that and experienced it for themselves, they know it's needed. And this is why I was talking to my mom about this at um at my brother's football game. It's like these this woke culture is is softening, you know, the wrong parts of America. Like they're softening like football and coaching of football. Like you need Trust me, you need somebody to fucking yell at you and and kind of make you feel bad and push you to the point where you're fucking miserable and you're hurting and then keep and then keep pushing you and so you know how far you can be pushed. You have because trust me, there's some games where you're beat up, you're hurt, you're injured, but you, you know your team needs you and you it's an injury you feel like you can play through or whatever the case is. And if you've just been coddled for your entire fucking life and you're okay and you've been told it's it's okay to just like stop and it, it is don't it's look if you can't play then definitely quit then definitely you know protect yourself but a real football player would not do that a real football player if they're hurt they know how much they can take because they've been pushed they've been pushed god dog they've been pushed to uh They've had their limits tested. If they have a good coach, they've had their limits tested in practice. And that's like now him yelling at that kid, that might be just how he needed uh how he needed to be talked to. If you if I you know what? I challenge I'll I'll, I'll put out a challenge for you. <laughs> Go find anyone. Go find anyone who has played football for at least let me Oh, you know what? I'll put it this way. Go find anyone who has played football junior high level and up. I dare you to find anybody who has played football from the junior high level and up and ask them if their coach has ever cussed at them or someone around them. I guarantee you they have. A hundred percent of people, yes. they will. And I mean, look, well, easy. There's also like these Christian academies where they probably don't. But, uh... Let's talk about like these Christian academies. Y'all, y'all don't play. Y'all don't stack up football wise. Let's be honest. You, you don't. You don't stand a chance. Uh, community Christian. They they got rid of their football team. Got it back. Got rid of it again because you don't stand a chance. 
It's it's not it's just not the same thing. We're talking about real like real like public school football. Find anyone and ask them, did your coach ever cuss did your coach ever cuss at you and and yell at you and like make you feel like shit for something? I get hundred percent they did that. And that's that's supposed to ha- this is what people don't understand. It's supposed to happen. If I'm never if if I'm a football player and I never get tested and I never get I never feel down about myself, I never feel down on myself and then am forced to go back out there and capitalize and make a play and get back to what I was doing and know how to overcome those feelings. If I've never been through there before, well then guess what happens when it comes to Friday nights? On like and I'm talking only high school football because this is uh for one, that's the only level I played at, but also this is where I was seeing it at. Um this is where I was seeing it at is in high school football. If I've never been there, if I've never been to that spot before, then imagine being Imagine being like okay, so I play I played wide receiver whenever I was in uh, whenever I played football. Imagine I drop a wide open pass in a game with you know a couple thousand people watching all this stuff. I drop a game, people are booing, the other side laughing and cheering that I dropped it and all that stuff, and I feel like shit about myself. If this is the if that's the first time I've ever experienced that, I might not be able to recover and come back out and make a play when my team needs me next time. But if I've been there before where I felt like shit and I've felt down, I, I let my team down, all this stuff, I've, if I've been there and experienced it before, then I've, I know how to overcome those feelings and get back out there, focus on what I have to do and make a play. It has to happen. It has to happen. So this world culture, you can't, you can't speak on, on these things and, and soften, up, soften up this aspect of the sport that you don't understand what's going on. It's happening for a reason. Um, it's all there for a reason. Like I'm just because I'm watching. I'm watching fights right now. If you think any fighter has never been like hit hard before, it's it's the same exact. It's the same exact thing. You think any professional fighter has never been punched hard in the fucking face or never been rocked before? No, they have to. You have to go through that to know how to battle through it and push through it. So as far as sports goes, this these woke people need to fucking stay out of it. I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a um I feel like there's a real like really distinct line that can't be crossed. And we know we know when that line can is we know when that line is going to be crossed. It it when the line is crossed, it's very clear to everybody. Every you don't hear anyone arguing for the other side. Everybody's all on the same page like, yeah, that's that's too much. That's way too much. But I mean, the I don't know. I don't know. I, it's something that you have to experience for yourself and if you're if you're somebody who hasn't, this is my this is my point. This is my takeaway from it is if you're somebody who hasn't experienced it for yourself and this goes to this goes to speak for all aspects of this of cancel culture and all this stuff like that. If if it's not something that you've experienced for yourself, in some facet, then you cannot speak on it. You cannot speak on it and expect people to take your opinion seriously. If you 
if you are not trans or you don't, you're not related to somebody who's trans or have a friend or anybody, or you're not around somebody who you see how it affects them or anything like that, you just see it and you're like, oh, I bet that affect that I bet that offends uh, trans people. You can't say that. You cannot say that until you know that. You have to experience it for yourself. You cannot speak out on these things. And the reason I bring that example up is because that's what that's what um, Dave Chappelle's latest special is about, or that's what his latest uh, <laughs> his latest cancellation is about. I guess you should say is he apparently was making jokes that would offend the trans community or whatever. Listen to me. Let's me not tell you this. For one, Dave Chappelle's special. Go watch it. Go watch it because if you listen to it and you pay attention, it will piss you off that people are that the trans community is mad at him. It'll make you it'll piss you off because in the special he says he's not he he says he makes a point. He makes a point in there that they don't listen. Like the people who are woke and trying to cancel him and the trans community that hates him, he says they don't listen. That's what he's saying. He says it in there multiple times. He says his problem is that they don't listen. And he says, he keeps saying, I'm not transphobic, I'm not transphobic. And he brings up how they don't listen. From that point on, he starts saying, yeah, but I'm transphobic. And that's the joke. That's one of the jokes is that he's saying he's transphobic so that, like, to prove a point that people, that they don't listen. Because he was saying that he's not, they don't listen. He's basically saying, I'm not transphobic at all. But they don't listen to me. So watch this. I'm transphobic. And then they get mad. Saying he's transphobic and stuff. It's I'll be like I'll be honest. And and look, maybe a lot of people have said that they didn't like this this special as much as his other ones. Honestly, and this sounds very fucking uh I don't know, this sounds kind of silly like because uh, I know I've only said this once before, and it was because I was telling Vanessa the same thing about this exact same special. This was the only time I've ever seen anything. Movie, um, any movie or any TV show, anything like that. It's the first time I've ever watched anything. And I was like, and I was like, that dude is a, that dude's an artist. That was art what he just did. Because the way he sets up the whole, the way he sets up the whole special, and if you're going to watch it, if you're going to watch the special, you could probably just listen to the uh, quit listening to the podcast now because I'm gonna f- finish talking about this and I'm wrapping up. So there's nothing else for you to hear after this. So if you want to watch it and you don't want me to spoil it, go ahead and um, turn the podcast off now so I don't spoil anything for you. But thank you for listening. But anyway, um, the point is, so if you don't care if I spoil it and you do want to listen to it or you don't, whatever, the way he sets that up, he set up the trans, he set up that community. To put their foot in their own mouth. And he does it by one example was, like I just said, where he says in there, he's like, I'm not transphobic at all. I have tra- I have trans friends. I'm not transphobic. I'm not transphobic. But my problem is, is that they don't listen. They don't listen. And then after that, he starts saying, I'm transphobic. And it proves the point because they're mad and they're saying he's transphobic. And he's like, motherfuckers, I told y'all. I literally say, if you listen to it, I said, I'm not. My problem is that you don't listen. And it proves exactly his point. They don't listen. But even better to that point, where he's saying that that, that's the best point he makes in there. It's real quick. I think he only says it a couple times. It's very quick. Is that they don't listen. That's the best point that he makes. 
is because, and of course, and here's another thing. Like I said, it's never the it's never the majority. This is always like you always see the on the news and stuff. You only see the extremists, right? So you see the extreme people in the trans community or this woke culture who are, are mad. The majority of like a lot of them are not mad. So it's a it's not everybody who's mad at him about this. But anyway, the point is, he. Oh my God, this dude. Sorry, this this fight was insane. Um. Anyway, the point is, he's talking about how um. People are. He's talking about people attacking his people, meaning like comedians. He's saying his people are comedians, and um. How Kevin Hart got canceled for making a, a, a homophobic joke about his son. But again, it's a joke. And that brings me to another point, which is if if jo- if somebody if joking is not a safe space for you to say something offensive and get you're you're supposed to say be able to say something offensive and you know get away with it to an extent. To listen, to an extent. Like I said, there's a very distinct line. When you cross the line, people will know you cross the line. But you should be able to say something offensive to an extent in a joking manner and people understand it's a joke. The reason I say that is because everyone's done it. Everyone's done it. You've said something and you're like, oh, I'm just kidding with you or whatever. Well, if you're somebody who, who wants to cancel people, then you should no longer be allowed to say, I'm just kidding with you or I'm just I'm just joking with you. You shouldn't be allowed to say that because if you can get mad at if you get mad at somebody else making jokes, then you shouldn't be able to make a joke without us being like, oh no, I know you said you're joking, but it doesn't matter, you're serious. We're ta- we're going to take you serious on this because we- because I feel like it. I know, you- I know you said you're joking. I know it's a joke. I know it's meant to be funny, but I'm going to take you serious and not allow you, not allow you the satisfaction of getting away with that. So if you're one of those people, you can't say you're, jo- you shouldn't be allowed to say you're joking anymore because then, because you- you're being a hypocrite. You're not allowing, if Dave Chappelle can't make these jokes, where he's just fucking joking. He's t- and like everybody knows it's a joke. It's a comedy special. It's not like he was it's not like he there was a, a hot mic in a room somewhere where he said these things. It's being recorded for a comedy special where he says this stuff. So like it's it's understood on that platform it is a fucking joke. Like good god. Anyway, the point is there's a bunch of points. <laughs> there's a bunch of fucking points, but my point is, is that, or one of my biggest points I'm trying to make is, is that in this special, the reason I say it's fucking art, the way he puts it together. God, it's fucking artistic. It's, I mean, it's it's comedy, but it is, this is the first time I've ever seen comedy. I'm mean, like, okay, comedy is an art form, the way it's put together. Because the way he layers it, the way he layers his jokes and the way he tells one joke and he tells them in a very specific order and all comedians do this because one joke leads into the next and blah 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 comedians are not riffing hardly ever unless they're doing like crowd work they're hardly ever riffing it's usually all written and memorized and they're following a set in their head they have their 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 set they're they're working through but anyway he the way he sets up his jokes and points out you know they don't listen they don't listen. Now watch for the rest of it. this this if there is a there should be a commentary to it. He should he should commentate his own special because if he did he would say 
he would say, watch. I tell everybody how they don't listen right here. I tell everybody everything they need to know. I'm not transphobic. I have transphobic friends. I love the trans community, blah, blah, blah. I tell them everything they need to know about me. I point out that they don't listen. Now watch Now watch me prove that they don't listen with the last half of this. And that's exactly what he does. He talks about, like I said, he talks about the uh, how he starts saying that he is transphobic. And then he talks about how uh, he had a friend who is trans who was in the comedy community. And she stood up for him because she knew he's not trans. He's a good friend of mine. He helped me. She she was apparently like not a good comedian. She apparently like was not good at all. But it didn't matter because he was. She was in his community. She's a commu- a comedian who's part of that comedy community. And so he was trying to help her out. He let her open for her for him at a couple shows and all this stuff. And she was never good. She didn't really get a lot of laughs. Nothing like that. But. She was just a good person and like fun to be around, and so he let her. Um, he let her open, and he made her a part of his shows whenever he went to Cincinnati, I believe, something like that. But anyway, he was starting to get canceled over some comments he made, and then she stood up for him on Twitter, saying that he's not. I know him personally. He's not, and all that stuff. Again, them not listening. And not saying, okay, hey, hold on. This is somebody who is in our community. This is somebody who's also trans and in our community. And she's standing up for him saying this. So maybe there's something to it. Maybe we need to pay attention. No. Instead of paying attention, they go on to, and I don't want to spoil his whole special, but they go on to um, bully this girl on Twitter. And, and drag her fucking, I mean, drag her through the mud and make her feel like complete shit. Well, now whether she killed herself because of, you know, previous stuff or whether it was because of the bullying online, she ends up killing herself over this. And and she kills herself after the online bullying from her own community because they would not listen to what she was saying. And the way he, anyway, the way he brings this up, it's, there's no better way to put it. It's fucking art. It's fucking art the way he puts it, the way he layers it together. It's so fucking good, but it makes a good point. The woke this this community, this cancer culture that's going on, it's there's definitely a place for it. There's definitely a fucking place for it. The subway guy, let's 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 uh, cancel that, huh? Let's for sure not do that. Let's let's can't we? Like I said, these lines are usually very clear. The, the line that should be crossed is usually very clear, or should, or, I'm sorry, should or shouldn't be crossed, is usually pretty distinct for everybody. We know when, we know what's wrong. But that line's getting blurred. That line's getting blurred because people are very quick to say something without getting the details. And that's the perfect point. Dave Chappelle is canceled. Not really, because y'all don't stand a fucking chance if you're part of that community. He's quote-unquote canceled. But if they just fucking listened to what he was saying and asked the right questions, they would understand that it's not, he's not transphobic and he's not saying what you think he's saying. I don't know. It's uh, my, my brain's going too many fucking places to actually sit here and, and break it down all the way. I feel like I did a good enough job for people to understand I just, I guess the point I'm really trying to make 
is when they're trying to cancel somebody and they don't ask questions, just like the football coaches. When you don't ask questions or you're not part of that community where you understand what's happening, you cannot fucking cancel. You cannot speak out on it. If somebody wants to, like, I don't think I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever said anything that bad. Okay, yeah, P, okay. If you listen, if you listen to the last episode, you heard about uh. You, you heard me talk about when I was, like, the most stressed out my entire fucking life, apparently. Like, look, you've never you've never been stressed. You've never been stressed or been anxious until you've, until you're in a situation where you're, you're scrubbing up your own pee on your buddy's futon with a fucking Scottish Terrier. With his, with his Scottish Terrier. That, you don't, you don't know stress until you're scrubbing up your pee with somebody else's dog. That's fucking stress right there, Okay. So like if Peter wanted to fucking cancel me for that, for one Peter y'all y'all don't y'all also don't stand a chance. But say Peter wanted to cancel me for that. Look, if you, they could if they heard me say if they heard just me say that I was using my friend's dog to scrub up to scrub up pee and that was the end of it, then yeah, they'd be like, hey, well, I think a lot of people, I think that's a pretty clear line where people are like, hey, that's a little fucked up, man. But but. If you listen and you listen to the whole story and figure out everything that's happening, you understand this is a fucking 12-year-old who's scared out of his fucking mind, doesn't know what else to do, is, you know, is worried about losing a friend, is worried about um he's worried about losing a friend, he's worried about not being able to to come over to that house anymore. He's worried about his friend's dad getting pissed off and he doesn't know what he's gonna do. He's, you know, I've never seen his dad mad. You know, I don't know what he's gonna do. If you get the whole story, you kind of can put yourself in that situation where you're like, you know what? I'd be, I, I don't know if I would do that, but I see how you could get there being scared as a kid and not knowing other options. So, that's my point. If you're in this fucking, if you like to, if you're somebody who likes to cancel somebody, fucking listen. Just ask the questions. Or if you don't know, before you speak, ask somebody who's been there. <clears throat> Talk to somebody who's in that community who can explain it to you, especially with the football one. The football one's big. Or any sports, it's so big. Because you need that. You need somebody to fucking push you. To know that you, so you know how far you can be pushed and still come back from it. Anyway, I guess that's where I'll end it because this end up going longer than I expected it to. It's rant season, baby. I'm ranting. Anyway, thank y'all for listening. Um, I'm gonna get back to the guests soon. I don't know when. I'll I'll probably try to go ahead and get a guest for this next episode, um, only because I've done two solo episodes in a row now, and I usually try to not do more than two in a row. But um, so I'm probably I'll I'll get us a guest for the next one. But um, yeah, if you uh. If you want to come to the tournament and watch us, or if you want to just reach out at all to even be a guest on the podcast or anything, the uh, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably saw it on one of the social medias, so I'm not going to really plug them because I'm also tired right now. And I don't feel like going through all that. If you've seen it, you know where to find it. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on TikTok, Apple, and Spotify. If you want to be a guest or if you want to uh, give me your point of view, I don't know if I'll 
I don't know if I'll uh, respond to you, but I'll at least listen to your point of view on anything I talked about. Hit me up on there. If you want uh, more information on the tournament, then hit me up and let me know. But until uh, until next time, that's it. Goodbye. Oh, I just let it go. Yeah.